If you're only here to cause drama, come sit next to me. If you're looking for the bare necessities, you found them. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And welcome to The Real House Bears podcast. That's a great thing. Are we going to start with that? That's fun. <laughs> You're not crying hard enough to be I, Erica. No. <laughs> Erica's voice is kind of hard to do, I you, think, for a man. You it's know... Just- it is, it is. And then the week that we had to take a week off, like, all of the Erica stuff exploded on the show. Oh, my goodness. We don't have a lot of time for, like, intros and hey, how you been, even though we've had, a, last weekend was a lot of fun at Paradise in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is something that we do want to, like, get off our chest before we get into Beverly Hills. And if you look on our video on our Instagram page, you can see what's on our chest right now. You know, that's <laughs> true, that's true. I am. I think I'm. People who know me consider me a pretty mild-mannered teddy bear. Mm-hmm. But the only time I ever get upset, or maybe even sometimes slightly aggressive, is when you hurt somebody I care about. Mm-hmm. You do not want me getting angry. Well, this week, Mary Cosby tweeted that Heather Gay is racist. I mean, that's just really the bottom line of it all. Yeah, which is baffling to me because the whole last season and the reunion, all they did was talk about how Mary was racist. And she admittedly did say, she said that she won't go to any 7-Eleven or gas station if there's black youth out front. And she's not attracted to men who are dark-skinned. Yeah, so who's going to listen to Mary Cosby? Who's listening to Mary Cosby right now anyway? Well, it, <laughs> yesterday it was hard for me to not get aggressive with some trolls on social media who oh, are there's no point. trying to side with Mary. So all I got to say is that Heather Gay is a woman of integrity. Mm-hmm. who has love for all people. Mm-hmm. And Mary Cosby, what I can say to you is thumbs up. Two thumbs up is the F you. <laughs> I think she knows what it means. Or she probably doesn't because Mary is out there. Listen, I don't care if it's two thumbs up. I'll give you three thumbs up. And a frowny face, because I, it's, it's, it, uh, it, the protective just, papa bear in me is coming out. It's just a desperate plea for attention and also deflection of whatever is going on. Mary's just trying to stay relevant. She, she's insane, and she has no quality to her. I haven't seen a single thing that is a good quality of Mary Cosby. Well, you know, I like to keep it positive about my housewives, and I do appreciate the humor uh, that... Mary Cosby, the thing she made me laugh at, season one. And, you know, when we cover season two, I will try to be as unbiased as possible. But I am on fire about it because (laughs) I love Heather Gay. She is a wonderful human being who, again, has love for all people. And it's just ridiculous (laughs) 
that <laughs> people would try to uh, buy into that bull crap. It's so stupid. And at this time, accusing somebody of being racist when they're not racist is just Yeah, not I would okay. rather someone tell me I'm wearing our ugly leather pants. <laughs> so well, I had to get that off my chest. Let's get into Beverly Hills. we got to cover both episodes eight and nine today. And we start off on fire on this episode. <laughs> it starts off with Sutton screaming, F you, Crystal. And Crystal just saying, You're upset because you're jealous, period. You're jealous, <laughs> period. Jealous of what? Your ugly leather pants? <laughs> this scene left me saying the same thing Dorit was saying. What happened? What what just happened here? <laughs> I feel like every single episode, they're starting each episode off with the ending and then going back to the beginning. They have been. And like at lot. least every other episode, it feels they're like They're always like, like, here we go. This is what you're going to get. But hold on, wait. Four days earlier, well, yeah, we well, showed over, shoot over to Lisa and HH picking out food in a fancy market. Yes. I'm here for Harry Hamlin's meat. Okay. We all know that Harry Hamlin is a master chef, so Lisa has volunteered him to make bolognese for everyone. Bolognese. I'm, I feel like I should know what that is, since it's, I'm Italian. I mean, are you? I thought you were French. Oh, no, you uh, just learned French. Learned French. And now you're Italian. I'm everything. <laughs> yes, you are. You are everything. <laughs> so amazing. So incredible. <laughs> when Harry's, like, ready to go, Lisa's like, wait, hold on. I want to go see some of this other stuff. And all the, and she orders a hamburger from this one place. And then she's like, oh, I like yes. this. And he's already in line like checking out. Yes, she. Uh, I was. She can't stop shopping. She can't stop. That's what it is. She Here can't. Is. Well, you're right. Oh my you're goodness. Right. You know what? You've got one life to live. <laughs> then next we cut to Kathy Hilton's huge house. It's probably the biggest house I've seen on The Housewives. I feel. I mean, it's it's an estate, like huge. It had the tennis court alone is bigger than our whole condos. I mean, like, yeah, condo... I can't think of anyone's home that we've seen on any of the shows. That I mean, maybe Lisa Vanderpump has a massive home. Remember, I remember Jennifer Aiden's home was giant, but I mean, this place is a castle. Yeah. Well, what do you? Expect? It's the Kentucky like, Castle it's... where Jackson Brittany got married. Is it? No. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, the Kentucky all Castle of these... is in Kentucky. Well, I know that, but I didn't know where they got married. Or anything uh, oh, like gotcha, that. gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> y'all have to, y'all will have to forgive my husband today. He is completely breaking tradition and not having a cocktail during the recording of our podcast. Listen, I have been getting migraines a lot lately in the middle of the day, and it's probably from day drinking. So I don't want to day drink today. So I'm sorry, I'm not my cheerful self. I will make sure to slur my words a little bit, mess up words completely. <laughs> Fumble whatever I'm saying to make it look like I am still trapped. Well, you know my new motto. Why not? Like, is it too soon to have a cocktail? The yeah. answer is no. Not. How's that? <laughs> Thank you. Th I mean, that's the least that you could do. We, we I, missed a week. I'm an actor. You I can sure do this. are. You sure are. Well, uh, Crystal and Erica are playing tennis with some of Crystal's friends. And, you know, Erica is mostly a good sport about it, it considering they're like pros. And she has no idea what to do. Yeah. And I love the, the scene. Like, they keep, they won, but. Erica didn't do won. a single Crystal thing. Won. Yeah, Crystal, Crystal won held the both team. Of them. I mean, <laughs> Crystal won against her two and that's, friends. And I love Crystal. There's something I told you. There's something about her that I just love to death. And 
the the fact that she's like competitive makes me love her even more. Like, okay, I want to play. Okay. Sp- I want to do stuff with her. I want to play sports with her. I mean, pretty much every time that Crystal is in a confessional, she's talking about how competitive she is. I know. <laughs> I love about Sutton. I love just as long as she doesn't get crazy, and if she beats me at like Monopoly or something, I will have a BF. And you know what a BF? Oh, is. I know what it is. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> if you don't know what a BF is, watch White Chicks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Erica is doing the smart thing for me. I know people are like, I can't believe she's going on through this and she's still filming and she's still doing this and that. And we've already talked about, you know, she can't go without the paycheck. But uh, I have learned that when you are feeling down in the dumps, you're going to continue feeling down in the dumps until you get out of your environment. Yeah, if you sit at home and constantly think about what's wrong in your life and you never, that's all you do, all you are doing is just torturing yourself slowly. Yeah, so at least if she gets out of the house, there's going to be a moment that she's not thinking about what she's going through, you know? A hundred percent. And plus, like, her entire career is entertainment-based. So she hasn't been working at all during COVID. And people, if they're, like, judging her for filming this during this time, she needs a paycheck. It's terrifying to think that you're not going to have any money to support yourself in the future. And then getting locked down. And locked down and by away yourself. Away from That's everyone. Hard. That's that is awful. hard. They get up to Kathy's house, and Kathy's been up. It's like 10 o'clock. She's been up for about 45 minutes. She's still in her pajamas. There's fresh fruit there. Yum. <laughs> it was delivered. I want fresh fruit delivered to our house every morning. Yeah, yeah. And they have a nice little chat about, you know, Erica's independence and doing her own laundry. And she's not mad about doing housework because she's just happy to have her own place. Yeah. And then a cut to Kyle's house where they're all taking their Christmas photo and their cute little red pajamas. They're all matchy-matchy. I like that they took a, a picture with all of their quarantine vices. Did you catch that? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a cute I, idea. I didn't know that's what it was. The, the matching pajamas was a little bit cheesy, but the fact that like one of them had a glass of wine, the other one had whatever their yeah, was. Yeah, like, I thought that was game, a, a yeah. cute spin, a cute spin. I thought it was adorable. Kathy and Kyle start talking about Kim. When are we going to have the Kathy, Kyle, and Kim spinoff? I mean, please. Be careful what you wish for. Okay. But they're worried that Kim is being alone and kind of is okay with being alone. Yeah. It seems like she's okay with being alone. It just seems like being around everybody kind of brings past back up and brings her anxiety back up and the anger well, and the feelings of all that stuff. That and happened. her addiction, you know, spending too much time alone, that can be bad for someone who is an addict who really, and Kim struggles. And also you know. hanging around people that caused you to start <laughs> right. chewing drugs is right. bad too. <laughs> I love that Mauricio comes down and grabs the bottle that Kyle's been drinking and Kathy's like, be careful, COVID We still, still have to be careful. And she's like, that's my husband. <laughs> like we <laughs> cuddle in the middle of the night and kiss like yeah we're good. kathy's just well, <laughs> kathy's the the safety listen, ranger of the group i love it to death and listen she's got a full like first aid kit in her purse <laughs> she legit is mary poppins oh my god she right. has a mary poppins bag <laughs> you are so right like what she's that. gonna pull a whole lampshade out of there at one point oh my god you can find everything in my bag basically you name it socks uh, an extra pair of shoes, a sweater, carpet samples, drapery samples, wallpaper samples. There's sandals in there for a pedicure. You know that. Actually, I can't find my bag. I was actually looking for the bag. It's a big bag. 
<laughs> That's funny. Cut to Erica's new home. It's almost $10,000 a month. $9,500 a month. It's a beautiful home, but for one person... Uh, well, and I don't think she was planning on going through the stuff after this divorce. True, true. So I think she probably would have gone down more if she knew this stuff was all coming at her. Well, and you know what's wild, though, is that housewives all the time rent their homes and spend that much money a month on rent. Mm -hmm. I would prefer to rent. I mean, I do own this home. Yes. But I really like someone else having to take care of all of my stuff. But man, $10,000 a month, thats I hope to make that in a year. <laughs> uh, did uh, Erica had a beautiful wallpapered bathroom we've been talking about? We've been talking about wallpapered bathrooms so much. I want to do it so bad, but I don't know what pattern or what to do it yeah. in. <laughs> uh, the producer asks Erica if this is like the first time she's ever been worried about money, at least in a very long time. And she's like, yeah, for sure. But I got money. I've been doing my work too. Don't mm -hmm. discount Broadway and my book and my, and my makeup she's and my like, shoes. I still did good. <laughs> yeah. Don't you worry. And then Sutton shows up here. We have Sutton again being hashtag baller. She shows up with that signed Dolce and Gabbana coffee table book. That's some... that she is in twice. Twice, that's pretty awesome. That's cool. Every time I'm like, God, Sutton, like you're the worst human being. Then then she pulls something like that, and I'm like, but that's why you're a housewife. Yeah, you do housewife baller stuff. Yeah, people. That's I mean, that's she impresses me in that type of with how much game she's got. How easily she cries and acts community. crazy doesn't impress me. But I just want to be her friend and be like, Hey, girl, it's my birthday in March. You know, <laughs> yeah, I bet you in this non high-pressure environment outside of that. I bet she's fun oh, I bet. and quite lovely. I, I think just the I don't know if she's show. used to hanging out with a group of girls. And a group of people who are going to question her. Everything. <laughs> and everything's going to be put on her fine-tooth comb. And everyone, the producers are going to put them in situations that's going to cause issues. Right. Well, they're getting. they're all getting ready for... Rena's bolognese dinner the next night, and of course, bolognese. it comes back to the word violate. And you know, is Crystal going to be willing to retract the word violate? And is it going to come up tomorrow? And I'm like, well, of course it is. Poor Sutton, and she's like, I don't want to be called people Tommy. <laughs> but honestly, in this situation, I think Sutton needs to flip the script and make it a joke. Like everyone else, kind of like Kathy's trying to make it a joke and stuff. Turn it around and make it a joke and laugh about it instead of getting upset about the word because Crystal's not going to back down from the word. So just make it a joke. I wonder if she worries though, then that's going to just keep it, give it fuel. Because she's even like, I'm a, I'm done with the peeping Tom stuff as well. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like can we just put it all to rest? But maybe it'll help her anxiety and her own yeah. personal thing in her own world. Yeah. Yeah. The next scene is Garcelle's scene, and I had total deja vu. Of Jersey. Yes. Yes. It was an exact scene of Teresa and Gia. Sitting at the bar, crossing the sink. Doing, doing her homework. online learning. Yes. And, and the mom being too loud. Yes. And then calls the son downstairs. On her phone. <laughs> Why can't she walk into the other room and call? Well... Two things. Either A, why can't he take his laptop into another room? 
in the other, what, 12 bedrooms they have right. in the house? Or outside by the pool? Or B, why can't the dishes wait until his online class is over? Over. I One of those two things I've I done. realized that she was cooking dinner and stuff, but she was, like, doing dishes and stuff, stuff that could have waited till the end. I don't know. Either yeah. way, he shouldn't have been there. And she didn't have to make that much noise. <laughs> it's a little tiring to me sometimes. There's so many parallels between the cities where I feel like I'm seeing the exact same scene between cities. But at least this wasn't a murder mystery party. Oh. <laughs> you know? At least it wasn't uh, a murder mystery party. Those have not done well in multiple cities. Oh my gosh, <laughs> right? Now we finally get to the bolognese dinner. Using real food from their garden. Which is... Pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, most celebrities just pay people to just do stuff for them. So the fact that they have the hobby and the interest and Harry Hamlin, the I guess the fear of the pandemic. Yeah, I think that's impressive. That's not a, it's not a skill or even a desire that I have to garden or landscape. I have a, I have a fear of watching those documentaries like Seaspiracy and like the foods that are given to us now because they're all like manufactured for bigger bigger taste and flavor. They're not real or natural well, anymore. Right here we have the evidence because he asks her to taste two different sauces. And she's well, like, ooh, I like this one. And really. the one with the vegetables from their garden wins. Is so, the one that won. I mean, there's validity to that for sure. I'm scared. I'm not going to ever eat vegetables again. Probably just going to have to have a lot of anonymous sex. Kyle shows up to Dorit's house so they can, I guess, ride. Yeah, they do ride to the Bolognese dinner together. Mm-hmm. I love Dorit's winter wonderland. Oh my gosh, it's so adorable. Uh, I want to be able to hire someone to decorate for Christmas. Me? Well, I do hire you to decorate for Christmas. Well, you don't really hire me for it, but you may, I put up all the decorations. But well, last weekend, it. we did meet the guy who decorates Reba McIntyre's home for Christmas. And he says he needs help every year doing it. And you stay at Reba's home for while you're decorating. For multiple nights. How cool is that? I don't know who she is, because I'm too young for that, but that I'm going to still do how, how dare you? How <laughs> dare you? You better take that back right now, young man. That is below the belt. How See? Young man. (laughs) Beverly Beach is doing so well that she's now branching into bridal. I saw that. That was, uh, Um, I mean, she's, it's gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. Go Dorit. You know, the friends of are having more screen time than Dorit. Where is Dorit this season? Now that I think about it, it's a little suspicious. I don't know, but it's irritating that she's going to collaborate on wedding dresses because she has such good style. You don't have good style. You're buying full-on ensemble pieces from designers <laughs> and wearing it. That's all you're doing. You're not putting... This This is my challenge to you, Dorit. Go to Walmart, go to Ross, and go to one other random store and buy an article of clothing from each one of those stores and then make it work. <gasps> you better project runway. Make it work. You Listen, better. It's easy to buy How a jumpsuit no, from one no, designer. Let's, I'll, I'll, I'll up you one. Dorit, I'm going to give you an unconventional materials challenge. So you have to go to Party City. Okay. Dollar General. Okay. And Five Below. And you have a $100 limit. <laughs> yes. Oh, I I will rock you at that, Dorit. I can't And then wait to I get the episode. wedding contract. And make it work. I can't wait to watch that episode. It's going to be pretty epic. <laughs> Let's do this, Dorit. I'm going to put on a full-on accent the whole time. 
<laughs> it's going to be. And then at the very end, I'm going to use her normal voice, and people are going to be like, oh, Cass! <laughs> He's not British Australian. <laughs> French. And French. <laughs> it's giving me a Lugano Switzerland vibe. So finally, instead of Garcelle showing up first, Kyle and Dorit show up first. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, did Rena have anything to do with any of this? And Harry Hamlin's like, not a single nah, thing. She just nah. sat there and tasted yeah. the food. Without it. changing spoons. With- <laughs> <laughs> Harry and Rena plan to build a pool so that the kids will come back to visit. And Kyle's like, oh, yeah, your daughter who is dating a 40-something-year-old man is the same age I was when I got pregnant. Did you see his face, all the blood run from his face? He's like, don't, I don't need to hear. I would have been like, Kyle Richards, will you please never speak in my presence again? <laughs> Kyle, get away. <laughs> Where's Kathy? <laughs> right? I would be like, no, no, thank you. No, thank you. There is a fun montage of women with non-grass appropriate shoes. They need a, I don't know why they haven't made like a high heel that has some kind of like flip out or like something you twist at the bottom to expand the the heel part for like when they were like walking around in grass, like wood or planks, maybe just rocks, wear wedges, glass. women. Wear wedges. You can do that. How dare you? <laughs> well, it's an outdoor. How dare you limit our creativity in an, what we want to wear? It's an outdoor dining experience that just makes sense. I'm going to wear seven inch stilettos. Well, then dig your heels into the ground. No, you will carry me wherever I need to go. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Here we go. Did you see the cool little fan things that were around the charcuterie tray? Yes, I have them. Okay, so those little propeller things keep bugs away from your food. Because I saw that at Walmart when I went to go pick up the stuff, the the whistles. It was right next to it. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool thing. So I was like, oh, I know what that is. I don't mind Sutton's jungle cat dress. I didn't mind it one bit. Mm -mm. I kind of liked it, as a matter of fact. And then... Garcelle arrives last. Funny how Garcelle is always the first one to arrive, but then when it's at Rena's house, she's the last person. She's learned. She's like, I'm not going to get to Rena's house first and be stuck there with Rena. (laughs) But actually, they had a really lovely visit. Like, they've really come a long way. Yeah. They were kind to each other. They were reminiscing about Rena's 50th birthday and getting trashed. So it it, it was, I like where they're headed. Good. But Rena's got a good head on her shoulders about it. She's like, you know what? Maybe Garcelle and I'll be great friends. Maybe it'll peter out. Yeah. And, you know, that's life. That's being an, that's being an adult. The charcuterie boards are ready to eat. Yeah, Did they... you see them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, my goodness. And I also like that Harry Hammond's, like, plating the food, and the servers are uh, servers are bringing it out. Yeah. And I love that he sat and ate with them. Me, too. I was wondering if, they, if he was going to sit and eat with them. Because if he didn't, I'd be a little upset. I thought, yeah, they were surprised, but I thought it was lovely. And he got head of the table. Well, Lisa moved the over. Chef, the chef, you know, why not? <laughs> he, of course, the conversation turns to Scott Disick. Of course. The invisible character this season. But Harry has a hard time judging it. <laughs> it's hard for any of these people to judge it because half of those people sitting there have all dated well above their age. Yeah. Guess what? We all fall in love with older men. Harry Hamlin included. Yeah, that's. I don't understand that. What do people see in older... It's disgusting. <laughs> and Crystal was 20 years younger than her husband, and she was 20 when she met him. But she's like, I understand that we are more the exception of a successful age gap like that at such a young age. Again, I'm not against an age gap. 
I just understand the maturity level of a 19-year-old. And also, he has kids already, and it's just something you're, you don't really need to be thrown into at 19. Yeah. After dinner, Harry surprises Garcelle, well, they all surprise Garcelle with a, a birthday celebration, and Garcelle seemed genuinely touched. Mm-hmm. And if someone bought those expensive gifts for me, like a giant diamond ring, I would be genuinely touched also. Each one of those gifts could feed a small city. I was like, I am so genuinely touched that you can touch me wherever you Oh my gosh, could you imagine? I was like, give me the ring. But Sutton was like, I didn't know that we were bringing gifts. Flashback to a week ago when when Red was like, if you want to bring gifts, bring gifts. (laughs) So I, to be honest with you, I think that that was really the catalyst to Sutton's breakdown, more so than Crystal being at the table. Oh. I think she was embarrassed that she was the only person who came without a gift. Because mm-hmm, she usually always comes with a gift. And whether it was a conscious effort to detract from that or not, that's what happened. That's yeah. my opinion about it. Okay. Um, because it seemed like that's when it she started having her issues and people started noticing. 100%. Because she was embarrassed that she was the only one. And it was during Crystal's present being open is when she kind of lost it even more. Yeah. But Sutton can't get it together. Kyle goes down to uh, try to talk her down, but Sutton just can't get it together. So they walk off to get a drink. But then now the other ladies want a shot. So they get up as well. And everyone's like, Sutton, are you crying? (laughs) No, I have allergies. Mm. Yeah, everyone's going to buy that. I'm not going to let you gloss over uh, Garcelle saying she wanted her boyfriend to be hung like a horse. I did not know that she liked horseback riding. When she said it, because even Harry Hamlin's like, be careful what you wish for. Well, and we know that's not true. We know it's not true because like two or three episodes ago, she said they don't want him too big. I know. And we had a conversation about Corey's D on the episode Uh, before this. You guys should all listen. If you accidentally skipped it, we talk about Corey's weekend D. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I guess I should like wear the badge of honor, but I just don't, don't, not, don't like talking about it. All I want to know is how do I get my hands on some? Uh, but Sutton just can't act like everything's oh hunky dory. Who's hunky dory? Who is hunky dory? Who is hunky dory? Is that a nickname for someone? I mean, I know every week I say that's my favorite Kathy Hilton moment. But, but there's I, always a new one that's going to pop up. It's just too much. Like, she can't even say those types of what euphemisms with different slang. But when somebody else does it and she says hunky-dory, she doesn't know what hunky-dory means. <sighs> God, I love her. God, She's I just her. too much. Well, we finally get to what we flash forward to at the beginning. Everyone is finally together. Sutton just cannot let go of the fact that Crystal used the word violated and would not retract it. (laughs) I don't know if you noticed it, but in one of these little scenes at this very specific moment, you could see Dorit holding her phone up. And checking her makeup <laughs> while everyone's fighting. <laughs> See, that's why Dorit's on the show. That's why Dorit's on the show. But, but again, I want some. I want some Dorit meat. <laughs> oh my! 
You gotta get your meat somewhere, so have your steak. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Let's just move on from that. I don't know how you could save yourself from that. I want a, just some sto a meaty storyline with Dorit. <laughs> you keep using meaty. <laughs> <laughs> but Crystal is one of the few who, like, she'll clap back without yelling at you, and it cuts. <laughs> like, I don't know what kind of world you're living in. Well, not yours. Well, not yours, apparently. But it's all, it's so easy with Sutton. Yeah. She sets you up so easily. And then Crystal finishes off the scene saying, you're jealous? <laughs> Period. <laughs> and I wonder, you know, I've thought about this, and I think that we've talked about this. There probably is a level of competition with Sutton having to come in with another new girl. You and know, the new Sutton, girl's doing better. Yeah, it may, in her eyes at least. Yeah. So, you know, Sutton did have some experience last season as a friend of, but I don't remember if she was really a whole lot part of the conflict from what I remember. Yeah. She, there could be some of that. At the end of this episode, when Sutton claps back and says, what am I jealous of? Your leather pants? Multiple of the ladies like, oh, okay, oh, she she said the okay, that's not nice, leather pants, okay, leather. Oh, she said something I about mean, the leather like, pants, and I was like, what? First, Kyle Richards like has the biggest gasp, like, <laughs> oh, did she just say that? And then she realized what it really was, and she's like, okay, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, just leather pants, okay, it's okay, we, no, we, it's... we can we can move beyond that. It's just like, we, she didn't make fun of her kids, she didn't say anything racist, <laughs> okay, so we're good. we're good, we're good, we're good. All the ladies, oh, oh, okay, oh, all right, it's okay. It's just leather pants. <laughs> yeah. So luckily, the end of this episode starts. The next episode starts with the end of this episode. So yeah. this is a beautiful place to take a pause. I'm hungry, babe. Can you make me a sandwich? I'm going to get out of this hot closet. Hot closet. I actually haven't had a single sip of my cocktail this whole time. Oh, so. Sinner. So maybe um, I'm breaking tradition too. You broke we'll tradition. See. see, he called me out on it. Now he's done. <laughs> we'll see you in a minute. Bye. I'm going to put the jam on this old, stale piece of toast. And we're back for the pretty meltdown. Get it? I do get it. <laughs> I do get it. Pretty mess. Pretty mess. Again, I just love that it starts off where we ended, where Kyle's like, okay, she just said ugly leather pants, oh. everything is fine. I love that the editors scanned over the three monkeys, the hear no evil, speak no over, <laughs> see no evil, while this fight is going on. But then all of the ladies rush to Sutton and leave Crystal there by herself. Sutton's like hyperventilating, and every single one of the girls there is like sitting there. You worked at... For middle school kids. Isn't yeah, right. this what middle schoolers do? Yes, except normally all, everyone doesn't condone this bad behavior by giving them the attention that they're seeking. Yeah. You know? I'm like, everyone calm down. Crystal wants to approach the rest of the group, but she's like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. Well, at least Garcelle's <laughs> going to go talk to Crystal. Yeah, thank you, Garcelle. But Crystal is, everyone's like, can you just retract the one word? And she's like, no. This is, no. I think right now it's just like, this is stupid that you're giving so much power to that to word. To that word, yeah. She's like, if you look at the definition, 
technically what I said wasn't wrong. Yeah. So you're giving power to the word. You're not making me. it seem like it's even worse than it already yeah. is. Yeah. And you are the one acting stupid. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to apologize for your. Crystal is. Again, she's not even trying to be polite to Sutton. No. And I, I, I would be just... She kind of thinks that Sutton's a joke. Uh, well, that's the way Sutton's acting. Well, it's ridiculous. It's yeah. very childish. You're not a grown woman. I am a grown woman. Chris was like, and plus, you, you just cry to get empathy or sympathy or it's whatever It's true. You're we said that in earlier for. episodes. And you are an inappropriate, awkward person. I hate to say that's mean to say because it's so true. true. Yeah. And it's and I think that Sutton knows that. Ugh. But Crystal knows how to stick that knife in and then twist. Why are you constantly mean? It it really was I mean, it was so honest. It was so <laughs> honest. But Crystal has honestly had it with her behavior. She thinks she's a, just a joke and a child. Yeah, so Garcelle tells them to put on their big girl panties. You know, the really tall ones. The really, like, high-waisted ones. Kathy lets us know it's the high-waisted ones When that she we said high-waisted, I laughed for 15 minutes. You did. You, the whole time you're... We had to pause it while you laughed and sat there. It was so funny. <laughs> so what does Sutton want so they can move on? And the question... That's already been answered. Sutton wants to retract violated, which she's not. I do love that they're all drinking hot toddies. Yeah. I, I miss fall so much. <laughs> what does it take to get a drink around this place? Everyone's like, well, what can we do to help you? And Sutton's like, it's honestly, it's her presence being here is what is upsetting me. And everyone's like, ooh, yeah. Sutton, you didn't have to say that. But what Sutton was kind of saying is like, it's just being across from somebody that I know hates me. That's right. what she's trying to say. Well, there, we're not getting violated, retracted, but we do get manic retracted <laughs> because Sutton's father was manic and he committed suicide. And it's fair that Sutton could be triggered by that word. But Agreed. Crystal, in her first iteration of the apology, still uses if. When, I know, I which hate we that. know when you use if in apology, you're not. I'm sorry that it made you feel that way. Yeah, you're yeah. not taking accountability if you use if in an apology. But then Rena makes her clarify it, and it sounds more certain than an if. <laughs> Lisa says some motivational phrase that you'll find like printed on the wall of some southern house. Oh <laughs> like... my gosh, Rena just throws <laughs> every cliche possible Ever. at them. Stay true to yourselves, take one day at a time, and live in the moment. But you know, I agree with Kathy. We don't want to ever feel like we're being pushed over the edge because that's really mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> mixed up. It's so it's mixed, mixed up, up, you know? It's mixed up. Messed up, mixed up. Same thing. Yeah, it's all the same. <laughs> I do love that Sutton jokes and says, you also need to lock the doors. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> I appreciated that, actually. I, I did, too. And that's what I'm saying. She just needs to make it a joke instead of yeah. giving it so much power. I really appreciate uh, Some of the women were like, no, Sutton, don't. And I thought, no. That's, that's exactly Sutton. Yeah, that's exactly what you need to do. It was a great button on the It end. was perfect. It was perfect. And then, ba bum Kyle, Kathy, and Dorit all have COVID, and the women have to quarantine for two weeks. Two weeks. weeks. So- now, remember that Erica just filed for divorce. Mm-hmm. 
And then over the next two weeks, it is a publicity shitstorm. The news breaks of Tom and Erica getting sued, and it's everywhere. And it's Erica everywhere. is quarantined. By herself, like, hearing and seeing all of what people have been saying and being nasty. I uh, deleted somebody off of our Facebook page yesterday for posting Erica crying and saying if she she could afford mascara that doesn't run this is all ploy blah 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 blah. she didn't care about money when she was getting it and now blah 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 I just deleted it because I'm like you have no idea what the story is nobody really knows the story and we are all supposed to be innocent until Mm -hmm. proven guilty so that's this is just the worst this is just the worst timing possible but it also could have been a lot worse the beauty of it, though, is that her castmates are uh, a majority of them seem to be innocent until proven guilty. We support our friend, and they're also like, "Listen, I'm judging by who I've seen in person as my friend, and I just don't see Erica doing any of this." Right. So they're like, "Innocent until proven guilty." I'm going to have her back until then. But sadly, we live in a world that's the exact opposite. Oh my gosh, people are so mean and nasty on social media. It's disgusting. I was really shaken that we had to go back to Zoom footage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so tired of Zoom. TV. I'm tired of Zoom in real life, but I especially Zoom on my TV. I was so thrilled that we got like our shows back on, barely with masks on anymore. Yeah. Like back to what we considered normal before, and then here we back are on Zoom. And you know, I just really love watching Rena and Kyle be good friends to Erica. Yeah, Erica is so upset that people are calling the the marriage a sham because she's like that was not a sham like that I loved him dearly. Yeah, I, you know, you can throw lots of conjecture at every step that she's taken over the past few years, you mm-hmm. know, but no one, you know, reality TV is just a glimpse into their life for a few months at a time. And it's also what producers make yeah. into like make that storyline but i don't think that anyone can question that erica was a completely different person around tom than she was around the rest of the ladies. right now she's completely different she seems like she has she doesn't have any of her guards up anymore yeah. and she's wanting to have fun and show emotion it just seemed like well she says she wasn't allowed to feel sad she wasn't allowed to feel angry because what is does she have to feel angry she's got a home she's got money she's got all this stuff she's got everything she wanted but she's not allowed to have feelings yeah Yeah. It's upsetting. It's very upsetting. The Ice Queen can take it, baby. You know, I'm cold. And then a few days later, Rena and Crystal come over. And Crystal, I thought, was very gracious about Erica's, you know, humble home compared to her mansion. Well, Crystal said she got chills of... Knowing that it's hers. Yeah, yeah, like that yeah. She's like, I love this so much. Yeah. I don't care of... how big it is. I don't care if it, I don't care where you came from. This is yours. And that gave me, it gave me chills just right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> it was like uh, Gina and OC when she bought her townhouse last year. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was stupid to move a whole other family in there. But she was pr- maybe one of the only ladies who actually owned her own property. Right? So get it, get it. Girl, yes. And they're all, um, they're all gonna, it's 3.30 in the morning or in the afternoon. Has, uh, the, hey, we started recording this at 11 a.m. I'm like, why aren't you having a cocktail? I know. So we have no room to judge. It's five o'clock somewhere, Bear. Uh, 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 cheers. Uh-huh. Cheers. 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 Cheers
a Romeo and Juliet situation with Erica and Garcelle. I wrote that down too. I love how Romeo and Juliet it was. Yeah. <laughs> And Kyle talks about how life imitated art when she played a quarantined child mm-hmm. on, with a virus on Little House on the Prairie. How cool is that? Well, talking about life imitating art, did you see that the mini replica of their house is in the backyard for the dogs to sleep in? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I... I had to pause it. I was like, I what is going on? I what didn't is going see it on here? until you're like, is that a replica of their house in the backyard for the dogs? I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Rewind it. I mean, it looks like it. Granted, there is a little putt-putt thing there, but I don't understand how like a house, like a random house would be like the 18th hole. You know, like, you know. Right. It just doesn't seem, it has to be for their dogs to sleep in. And I think it's adorable and it's very awesome. <laughs> I love the lesson learned here between Kyle and Garcelle, because when Garcelle approached Kyle with her feelings and concerns about what conspired last year, Kyle was ready to listen, ready to accept, and ready to offer a genuine apology. Mm -hmm. And they moved on. Yeah. Like, Garcelle is... Romeoing her balcony, you know? Oh my god, I love Garcelle's, like, neck shirt sweater like neck sleeve sweater that's what they bought her for her birthday i think that's so adorable she got that at rena's house i love because you know i think it was from erica and one more person i don't remember i love it yeah because you know i we can't wear sweaters no matter how cold it is we'll just sweat (laughs) well because we're wearing a sweater year round yeah but i just loved that i thought it was so adorable oh so now that the ladies are no longer sick they want to take their trip to la quinta and garza's like "Uh uh-uh y'all got the cooties i ain't doing it (laughs) i ain't doing it (laughs) y'all Uh, back at Erica's, she's crying a lot. She's relying on her therapist a lot. And she just blatantly says she is not doing good and she's going to see a therapist. And bottom line is, the headlines are wrong. That's what she's saying. The headlines are wrong. They go back and forth between Erica's convo and Kyle and Garcelle's yeah. conversation. And what it comes down to, all of them are just concerned for Erica. Yeah, there were some moments when I was like... I are they going to pick side? Like, Well, say... I thought there was a moment where I, I wasn't convinced that Garcelle in particular was convinced of Erica's innocence. I felt the same way, but at the end of it, yeah, it the, made me feel well, better. Well, even in her confessional, she stood up for Erica. Yeah. But there in that moment, yeah, at Kyle's, I was like, I'm not too convinced that Garcelle believes Erica. But, you know, Erica says that she always did actually ask a lot of questions and never got any answers. I, I, again, I tend to be naive and always be a half glass, a half glass full. All right, a, Kathy. A glass half full kind of person. <laughs> but I, I, it's easy for me to believe that a man with Tom's money and a, ta- a man of Tom's, I mean, I guess power, for lack of a better word, that he didn't divulge it any of that, especially with his prom. Well, I mean, what what footage did she have in that relationship? How can she say, like, no, you have to show me all this stuff. Yeah. Like, fight with him and stuff, because he held all of the power throughout that entire relationship. Crystal didn't really understand the power difference in their relationship, and that it wasn't an equal partnership. Because it's more of an equal partnership for her. For her, and her relationship, she doesn't understand how 
Erica couldn't have known about certain bills and stuff. So I just don't think Crystal really understands. Well, and Renna pays the, the bills. Renna pays and, the bills. And yeah, Lisa Renna pays the bills. Harry Hamlin cooks and does everything else. We spent a lot of time at Renna's house this episode. She's FaceTiming with Delilah and showing off all these expensive vintage gowns. These are a effing moment. Oh God, I wish I had a dad that had like vintage 70s stuff and 80s stuff that I could be wearing right now. Right? Uh, I wish so too. Uh, I love that she brings out this Hervé Leger dress and it's hanging on a wire hanger and then she lays it on the dirty garage floor to be able to show it to her on FaceTime. This vintage dress that isn't made anymore. (laughs) Insane. Insane. (laughs) La 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 la. And then Delilah told Rena that Amelia told Delilah that Amelia is the favorite. And that got me to the core, because you know that happened to me as a child. As a child, yes. My brother told me when I was a little kid that my dad told him that he was the favorite. And it really affected my relationship with my dad for a very, very long time because I was just a stupid kid. Yeah. You know, I didn't know any better. Me and my sisters, we fight over... Well, we don't even fight because they all know that I'm the favorite of the family. My mom has said that I am her favorite. Right. But your sisters know that they can gang up against you, so they're not too worried about it. No, they're not too worried about <laughs> it. But I am the favorite, so I do know that parents do pick favorite children. It's hard to say. They're never going to admit it. But Well, my mom did. (laughs) My mom admitted it. (laughs) But I think it's easy for her because I'm the only boy and she really wanted a boy. Right, right, right. (laughs) Cut to Kyle and Kathy. Kathy is making Nightmare Before Christmas reefs. I know. (laughs) Those things are going to haunt my dreams. They have, like, body parts in it and, like... Haunted dolls and like scraps of bones from animals. Like, what are you making, Kathy? I always come up with all my little fantasies. I could see, you know, angels or soldiers, teddy bears, crystal fruit, vintage snowmen, little miniature shoes, and an old Saks Fifth Avenue receipt. Absolutely beautiful. You can't throw <laughs> glitter on it and say it's a Christmas wreath. <laughs> That is going to haunt my dreams forever. I love it. I love that she thinks they're a, probably would use the word darling. She probably thinks they're darling. And she's, I, she is like, I bet she goes up and down the highway looking for random things and picks it up. She's like, this will be cute in a wreath. It's like <laughs> half of a bird's skull. Well, she comes with the whole, now I will say the list of things that she said she could turn into decorations, I thought were brilliant. <laughs> like um, old shopping receipts. I think that's cute. Yeah. That's cute. But who's, like, I'm? it'll be from Walmart. That's not sexy. <laughs> not for us, right. Not for us. But, but. like, something from, like, Tiffany. Like, yeah. a $40,000 receipt of stuff from Tiffany's, you know? And then I thought there was a wild parallel, because in the first last episode, they're talking about Kim being by herself and mm-hmm. worried that she's okay being by herself. And now Kyle is worried about Portia, because Portia is not leaving the home, and she's starting to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And Kyle's been sick; she hasn't been able to be the mom that she wants. Kyle has a complete breakdown. She's like, I think it's because of COVID. Yeah, this whole COVID thing is messing up her um, 
system. But I can understand how terrifying it would be. Like, is Portia going to acclimate back to being around people again? Is she going, you know, is she going to spend her and the rest of her life, you know, agoraphobic? I mean, I would be worried about those things as a parent, too. Which one of the daughters was it that said she sleeps slept through like three of her alarms? Portia, yeah, is Portia. it Portia? Yeah, that is. I hate when people say stuff like that. Like I have worked at multiple jobs where somebody is constantly late, constantly missing things, and it's always because oh there was traffic or oh I slept through my alarm. Like that is such bull. Why well, you can be on time and if you're always late set two alarms and set one early <laughs> well i'm generally early for everything but i have slept through alarms when i was younger i understand it like once or twice but like oh Every i day. slept through three alarms and then i fell asleep yeah. later that day and missed class like yeah. no you're lazy you're unresponsible like irresponsible <sighs> you're so angry well, you didn't see the season premiere of Potomac, but Juan and Robin Dixon have a talk about that. He's like, Robin, sometimes your day doesn't even start till 2 p.m. Mm. He's like, and he says, that's not attractive. <laughs> that's and, not cool. and then it looks like coming up, Giselle's going like, he called you unattractive? <laughs> but anyway, uh, Kyle and Kathy are close together again, and that's wonderful. I really did love, though, when it flashes back to Portia having those long fingernails. <laughs> and Kyle's like, how can you even type in those fingernails? And Portia goes, because I'm a queen. Because I'm a queen. I love that. That was great. That was great. And then, you know, the episode ends with some crazy line from Kathy about poker and showing their cards. and She gives wisdom that she saw on the back of a card at a gift shop. <sighs> and she's remembered it. Look, at the end of the day, life is a poker game. And everybody's got to show their cards. Oh, my goodness. Next, we get a new puppy. Shut up. <laughs> I'm always happy Sutton to get a new has puppy. a new doggy, and that doggy has already chewed up some of the molding around the That's house. That's what puppies do, named Waylon. When I do it, I get hit. No, I don't remember. <laughs> well, because you're a bad dog. I don't remember meeting Sutton's daughter last season, but they showed a flashback. I don't know if that flashback was actually aired last season or if it was just filmed, but mm. um, I don't remember if we could. She seems like a very well rounded young lady. We have another balcony scene between Rena and Dorit. We find out that Rena is the same soror sorority. Kappa Kappa Gamma. Yes. <laughs> so Rena's like, so we weren't nerds like apparently Sutton's daughter is. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh my goodness. But I do know that sororities and fraternities are different on every campus. And also, I think back in the day, it was probably more on looks than now today. It is based more on education. Other, well, you know, I think every sorority just has their thing. Well, when I was in my sorority, I was just there for looks. I wasn't there for brains. Oh, uh, you were in a sorority? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that you used to live oh, in a trans Oh, I wore a wig. I wasn't trans i just wore a wig and i looked really cute with lipstick and eyeshadow <laughs> you could that could be a movie <laughs> oh i like that erica later says that she has a story to tell but this isn't at the time and at first i was like wait a minute what do you mean 
But then I realized that this just isn't the time that she's allowed to speak about it. Yeah. Like, she hasn't had the chance to defend herself. But at first, I was like, wait, are we going to find out more, like, dirt about Tom that you did? No. Oh, my goodness. But no, it's just, this isn't the time. I would like to tell a story. Tom actually... One headline was true that Tom has actually filed the Erica pay legal fees. Mm-hmm. He's playing dirty. Yeah. He's playing dirty. How weird is it that he was not supportive once he got her to the place where it seemed like he was trying to get her to? You know, we've been together for quite a long while, and your career has really changed and blossomed since we've known each other and mm-hmm. i would like to say that my support helped a, a little bit yeah. you know and i love i get so excited every time that you reach a new milestone yeah that i can't imagine that once you become like i don't know an oscar winner or whatever that i'd be like all right i'm out you're too nope i'm done yeah so, it, it almost just kind of seems like well also Erica talked a lot about how she watched is watching him disintegrate physically, mentally. Yeah. So I, I think that might have something to do with it too, that he's just not, there's just a part of him that has just lost interest in that completely. And he's having like maybe a second midlife crisis kind of issue. Um, or it's just that the fact that he gets bored with the things that he gets. I thought it was wild that she was still showing care. I thought that was wild, too. But you know what? That also shows how much she really did care for him. I hated that this that this walk between Erica and Kyle, for one thing, didn't end up being a walk. I wonder if they walked afterwards. But I, also, I they know. had to stay six feet apart. And she's bawling. And Eric, I'm sure poor Ky- Kyle's just crying because she can't do anything. She can't even physically I help know. her. I know. I hated but it. Could, could no one... Is there not a camera member? Or I, I mean, I know that's breaking the fourth wall, but is there no one that could have brought her a tissue? I know. I, that's... A, I was thinking the same thing. Like, can nobody bring her a tissue? I know that loads of people... I've seen meme after meme and Camille Grammer on Twitter. Oh, why is she wearing... Why isn't she wearing waterproof mascara? She's been wearing waterproof mascara. Blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. This must be a calculated move for her to wear a mascara that's not... Why does everything have to be a calculated move, first of all? But also, let's remember that Erica's doing her own hair and makeup now. Yeah. And she's overwhelmed. Like... How many times have you picked up the wrong piece of face, anything, and thought that because you're just so overwhelmed with life, you're not realizing what you're doing? So she probably picked up this mascara and was like, mascara, put yeah. it on, boom. And that's all she thought of. Kyle it. and I are going for a walk. Yeah, I need to put mascara on. She probably did it all last minute, too, because she's at home so stressed and worried. And she can't even open her phone right now to even sidetrack herself because it's all over the news of all these lies and assumptions. And now her friends are dropping like flies now yeah, that she doesn't she have the money. Said, or... She said that um, if you want to know who your true friends are, go broke or go to jail or murder somebody. I'm like, well, you could have said that. You could have said if you're like, if somebody died in your family that was, or your partner died, that who is going to be there for you? I really don't believe that Erica Jane is such a great actress that all of this is fake. Hell no. I, I believe I, that she was surprised by this. And just seeing the old clips of Erica with Tom and how Tom treated her and stuff, it all makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and those of you on, so I want to say, some of you all, first of all, just say, 
comments on our social media about how you agree with us about Erica and that you like the fact that we're giving her the benefit of the doubt. So we appreciate that. Yes. We appreciate any kind of comments that you all leave on. So you're even allowed to disagree with us for that matter. We just like to know that you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> so keep those comments coming. Please. Keep them coming. This week, this second episode was really rough for me, from my heart. To watch Erica, I want to believe her. You know, maybe you someday could, I'll find could, that I'm wrong. You could see how overwhelmed she is with all this. Yeah. Did you ever see her cry or show much emotion throughout these last couple seasons? With Never. Her? That's been her. That's why people wanted her off but, the show. But now it is all. I think she needs it too. She needs to let go of everything. She needs to cry. She needs to scream. She needs to let go of all of that. Inside of her, I feel so. Oh, it just makes me feel so bad for her. So you know, again, maybe someday we'll find out that this was all a sham and we were the fools. But that's okay. But you know what? What is that? <laughs> what what damage does that do? Yeah, no, it's not, not going to affect me at all. No. You know? <laughs> so if uh, my hopes are, you know, yeah, I love my housewives and I want the best for them as long as they deserve the best. Uh, and, when Erica says that. I would hug Tom and he just wouldn't hug me back. And I'm uh, like, oh, I hate that. But yeah. even Erica feels bad that she can't be there for Tom right now. And she said, I hope there's somebody for him right now. No, seems like there might be. Uh, seems like there might be Erica Jane. Uh, Folks, again, thank you so much for listening to us this week. Uh, we managed to get two episodes and in a pretty normal like episode length. Yes, we did. I don't see any reason why we won't be back for next week. In the meantime, make sure you are following us on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. We are The Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears. And you can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. You could also find us on YouTube, and you could follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if there is an area you could give us a rating and a nice little written review, we would greatly appreciate that. We need that very much. So thank you. And we appreciate you all. Have a great week. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Let's try that again. Are we testing? Yes, we are testing. Test, 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 test. You are being tested. You are testy. You're testing my patience. Ha 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 ha